Hey there, I'm Marlene, a psychic, mental health coach, and founder of Mystic Women. Mystic Women is an amazing app for spiritual women available for Apple and Android. In this podcast, we're going to dive deep into my favorite topics, spirituality and mental health. And I am so excited to go on this journey with you all. I would love to get to know you. So please leave a review with your favorite part of the episode along with your Instagram handle so that I can give you a personal shout out on our next episode. Hello and welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast. My name is Marlon. I am so happy you're here. It has been a while since I've done an episode, about a week and a half now. I've been sort of keeping to myself a lot of things going on. The holidays can be absolutely hectic for some of us. And I really wanted to launch this episode before I left on my trip to St. Augustine this um, weekend. I'm going for about a week to St. Augustine. I'm so excited about that. If you have not been to St. Augustine, Florida, you need to go. It is such a beautiful place. So much history there. I was really looking forward to this episode because I feel it will help a lot of you in your planning for the new year. And I want to start off with asking you all a couple of questions in regards to your ability to plan for your goals. When you are involved in a goal and you're working towards a goal, do you ever get distracted by a different idea and then just stop completely working on this specific goal you were working on and jump to something completely different just because it seems more appealing at the moment? Essentially, do you ever feel like you just jump from thing to thing without really settling on anything? Perhaps you have a lot of hobbies that you have started and you've never really continued doing, or you have a business and you tend to change the direction of the business very often. If this does sound like you, then you may be going through something called the shiny object syndrome, which is very common for entrepreneurs, but it can happen to absolutely anyone. It does present itself differently, um, whether you are an entrepreneur or you're just an individual. It does present itself a little differently. For example, if you're an entrepreneur, you'll find yourself not being able to meet certain deadlines you will be having trouble completing certain projects because you'll be completely distracted by some other idea or you'll be constantly changing your company's goals and mission and the road you're going on. Now, I have to say I absolutely 100 gazillion percent go through this and I used to confuse it very much with ADHD. But after realizing that my ADHD symptoms are managed more or less with my medications, I have come to the conclusion that it's more of a personality trait. I think I have always gone through this syndrome, I believe, all my life. It's just that it's become even more evident when I started, when I actually got into business and I started coming up with business ideas. I seem to always be distracted by the next big thing, trying to chase the next dollar or the next idea. And it's not even chasing the next dollar. It's just chasing the ideas. Sometimes I believe that either, or I used to think 
that I'm too creative and I have too many ideas. And it's not that because creativity is not necessarily the reason why someone would have shiny optic syndrome. So what exactly causes this way of being? I do believe that in life there are various reasons why an individual may act a certain way. Many things in their life can contribute to the way that their personality plays out. However, there are a couple of causes or main causes for shiny optic syndrome. The first one being lack of focus and discipline. So if you don't know what you truly want, you're never going to get it. You're going to spend your entire life just chasing your own tail, going in circles, jumping to idea to idea all the time and never really getting anywhere. When I think about myself, at least, I don't, I'm not someone who lacks discipline. I do believe I lack focus, which my ADHD really does contribute to it. I often find myself starting a project, whatever it may be, and then when the project starts not being challenging enough anymore, it doesn't really appeal to me as much anymore, and I'll jump to something else. I guess in my case, I sort of am constantly chasing the challenge or being challenged. So essentially, in my case, I just work really, really hard until I gain results. And then once I gain results, I sort of like tap out. It's, it's been like that sometimes. I, I tap out of whatever it is that I'm doing. And I will start getting ideas of something else. And I will start to jump on that other idea. It's almost as if I have a fear of missing out on something amazing. So I will jump from thing to thing. And that actually leads me to the second reason why they believe that shiny optic syndrome happens, which is fear of missing out or FOMO as they call it. <laughs> so it's basically a fear of feeling excluded or the perception of feeling of being excluded from something really exciting or interesting. In my experience, sometimes the social media can be a real huge inspiration, but it can be a real big issue for me because there are many entrepreneurs on social media flaunting their businesses and their amazing ideas. And I do get very inspired by them to the point that sometimes I say, hmm, I can do that too. And that's an issue because you can't just believe that you can do Whether or not you can do it, it's, it's irrelevant. It doesn't mean that you have to do it. So I've opted out of jumping to what other people are doing and I've started trying to get inspired by the fact that they're goal-oriented and that they're disciplined and focused. So I've extracted their qualities rather than exactly what they're doing. So the qualities they have that have made them successful in their business, that's what I've, I'm trying to get inspired by rather than getting inspired by their actual idea. Another cause for shiny optic syndrome, and I believe this would be the most important cause, is inadequate planning and, and unclear goal setting. And to this, I would have to add reason, a lack of reason. So for me, my reason is my family, my daughter, and my husband. Like, that's my reason. And my reason for doing everything I do is that. And 
in the past, I've had sort of a reason that wasn't my core reason. It wasn't a solid reason. In the past, I was very competitive and I sort of wanted to prove that I was amazing. I don't know who I wanted to prove it to. I mean, it's so great to prove it to yourself, but why do you have to prove it to other people? That's unnecessary. However, that's the way I used to be. And and let's just say it really wasn't working out. But yes, think about it. Inadequate planning and unclear goals, plus a lack of reason. All of these things really do add up to lack of focus, attention, and clarity. And all these things amplify shiny object syndrome. However, before you sit down and start writing up goals, I, at least for me, I think it's really important to find your reason, your why, because finding your your why gives you purpose and purpose makes you unstoppable. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give you all a couple of questions that you can ask yourself or journal about that will definitely help you find purpose and your why. I will type up these questions over on the podcast description for this, this episode's podcast description, and you can copy those questions down and journal about them. They'll really help you discover what your purpose is. And that first question is, When people come to you asking for help, what are they typically asking for from you? For example, for me, it seems that people usually ask me for advice. They typically come to me when they're having some type of life circumstance that's making them feel not so great. So they come to me for advice. And I've always been really, really good at giving people advice and not so much at giving people advice but also listening to their problems and resonating with them and putting myself in their shoes. I'm really, really good at that. And that's definitely a strength. So ask yourself, what is something that other people ask from you when they're asking for help? It can literally be anything. It could be absolutely anything. Another good way to come up with the answer to this is asking yourself, what do people thank you for typically? When you do people favors, what are you doing for them, typically? How are you, are you a person that's always there for somebody else? Try to look for common themes and reasons behind why people reach out to you in times of need. This will really help you piece together the reason they come to you in the first place. This one is a little drastic, but work with me here. Imagine what you would be doing if you learned that you only had a year left to live. I know some people would joke around and say they'd want to party all year long, but to be honest, that doesn't give you that doesn't give you purpose. It doesn't make you feel fulfilled. It may be a good time for a couple hours, but it's not something that you feel fulfilled for doing. So enumerate the different things that you would do. If you only had one year left to live, what would you be working on? What would you be learning? There's a song that I would hear often in the past. It was called, I forget what it's called, but it would say something along the lines of, there's nothing like a funeral to make you feel alive. And there's something about death that really makes people think about their lives. 
Question number three is an interesting one. If you were given the chance to teach others, particularly young, young children or young people, what would you teach them? What would be something that you can teach them? Something you're really good at. What would that be? Are you perhaps a really good chef? Maybe you are amazing at construction and you know all these different things about it and that's what you want to teach. Or maybe you're a really good listener or you're very empathetic. Whatever it may be, what would you teach young children or young people? And finally, this one's my favorite one. It's always been my favorite question. It's identify the things you can do to make other people's lives better. What can you do to make other people's lives better? Working for something bigger than yourself is an amazing feeling. Working for something that will help other people, the next generations, it's, it's an amazing feeling. And I'm going to be totally honest with you, living with purpose and understanding your why is already a way that you're making the world a better place. Because people will get inspired by this way that you are. And it just spreads light. And ironically, there was a study done where people who engage in volunteering and donating money and this type of behavior, they typically have a greater sense of purpose than those who choose not to do this. There's also research that proves that People who do engage in volunteering and donations, they do have a, just a greater feeling of fulfillment in their lives. So there's a definite correlation between purpose and giving to others. I really do believe that the reason why we're here is to make each other's lives better. There's this concept that a lot of people have that they're only here to make their own lives better and that of their family better. And that's just not, in my opinion, I don't believe that's the way to go. Because at the end of the day, your children are going to go out into the world to deal with other people. And if you are not actively engaging in making the world a better place, you're sending your kids to trash. Okay, so once you have answered all these questions and you have journaled about them, it, it will take you a while. It's not something that just... Well, it might just flash into your mind all of a sudden, all these answers, but it might take you a little while to come up with the answers, and that's perfectly fine. After you come up with these answers, you can actually begin to focus on your core goals and objectives and actually take accountability and stick to the plan, knowing you have shiny optic syndrome. Now, don't get me wrong. It may just be that you will have to change to something else because your initial plan isn't working. This is fine, but it is very evident when you are experiencing shiny optic syndrome, whereas your initial plan isn't really working and you have to pivot. I really hope that this episode helped you make sense of shiny optic syndrome before you jump in and start doing those new year resolutions because chances are last thing you need is to start a new project perhaps you need to go back to an old project and make it happen at the end of the day i do strongly believe that discipline and focus are the most important things when it comes to battling this syndrome keeping yourself accountable no one can keep you accountable other than yourself 
However, it is important, in my opinion, to have friends around who do encourage you to stick to what you said you were going to do. I hope you use the journaling questions to help you find your purpose and your why. And I hope you take the time to do them. And before jumping into your New Year resolutions, it will really help align your New Year resolutions more to your why, more to your purpose, so that your path starts making more sense and so that you actually start getting somewhere. At the end of the day, you have full control. You always do. You just have to believe that you do. So go ahead and journal about these questions. And if you like, you can go ahead and DM me uh, what you discover, what your answers were. I'd love to hear about it. I have my Instagram on the description of the podcast. You can totally follow me and just let me know what you come up with. And if you get stuck in the answers, I'll be happy to help you with that too. I want to thank you all so much for being here. It's a pleasure. My name is Marlene. Love and light always. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new. Let's connect further. Share your favorite part of this episode in your Instagram account and tag me at magicwoman underscore 33 and mysticwomen.co. I look forward to seeing your posts. Bye.